Impartiality in the news. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, I'm Florian Heiser, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I've got my stein of coffee, and I thought there was an important consultation from a statutory body that we should all have a look at. Now this is impartiality and commercial influence in broadcast news consultation for this month. We're exploring whether current regulatory arrangements are working effectively to safeguard the integrity of broadcast news and current affairs. And it is closing in four days. Sorry, I'm only getting this to you now. I only discovered it yesterday when someone sent it to me. But I think it's definitely something a lot of people would be interested in. And this is from the Australian Communications and Media Authority. And let's have a look at who they are. They're an independent Commonwealth statutory authority who regulate communications and media services in Australia. We have an, an authority that makes decisions and an executive team that oversees our work. What do we do? We regulate communications and media to maximize the economic and social benefits for Australia. So people don't th think we're in, in our actual true free, free economy and society here in Australia. How much is regulated, guys? How much is regulated? But anyway, that, that's aside from the point for this. I'm making people aware of this, this uh, consultation to allow more people to make submissions. We set and manage rules about communications and media services and markets. Licence people, organisations and products to operate in Australia. Look into complaints and problems and take actions when rules aren't being followed. Plan and manage the airways and make space for new services like 5G. Our remit covers internet and phones, TV, radio and content, spectrum, equipment compliance. Our purpose, vision and mission are set out in our corporate plan. I'll open a new tab. We'll have a look at that. It's interesting that their remit covers internet. I wonder if we can highlight the fact uh, that we're concerned that certain ISPs are happily blocking content to particular websites. Zero Hedge was among one. Many websites. I did a video on that several months ago now. So here's their corporate plan. We'll bring that up. Oh, here we'll do it on a page. That's it. Corporate plan on a page. So our purpose to maximize the economic and social benefits of communications and media for Australia. Whenever any centrally central authority wants to maximize the economic benefit of anything, I'm always dubious. <laughs> our vision connect a connected, informed, entertained Australia. Entertained. Well, that's their vision. Our mission. We engage with consumers, industry and government to shape and apply the regulatory framework. Our environment. Major challenges we expect will shape our environment over the next four years. Data-driven technologies redefining how individuals engage with each other and how business is done. Changing consumer expectations and behaviors in response to increasing interconnectivity, mobility, and data sharing and exchange. Demand for more data driving investment in infrastructure by industry and government, but with less certainty about the returns on investment. Regulatory responses to the impact of digital platforms, including holding them to account and content they distribute. An increasing need for greater collaboration between regulators to achieve public policy outcomes. International trends and domestic demand driving spectrum planning and changes to existing arrangements. Our priorities and strategies. Public confidence in communications and media services through the provision of safeguards, information and advice. 
spectrum arrangements that benefit all Australians through effective and oh, sorry, efficient and effective management, a regulatory framework that anticipates change through monitoring our environment and influencing regulatory responses. So our major activities, content, consumer and citizen. Delivering safeguards that meet the needs of Australians using media and communications, promoting compliance with safeguards and public interest outcomes, building consumer and industry understandings of risks, rights and responsibilities. This reminds me of school. It really does. So, communications infrastructure. Planning the availability of Australia's radio frequency spectrum to optimize its value to the Australian community. Allocating and licensing access to the radio frequency spectrum in the public interest. Managing the risk of interference and other harms. Corporate and research. Conducting research to enhance understanding of consumers, audiences and markets. Building ACMA capacity for data analysis of regulatory and market developments. Engaging with stakeholders and government to promote fit for purpose regulatory frameworks. What are their capabilities? Our capabilities will be enhanced through strategic workforce planning, further, further business building our leadership capabilities and graduate recruitment. Other measures include our data analytics project, an uplift of our risk management framework, a continued focus on regulatory futures, and an assessment of our core ICT infrastructure and service delivery. Our core values, our values support a purposeful, curious and questioning and collaborative culture. Wow. It's a whole lot of business speak on that thing, isn't it? Probably cost them a fortune to make as well. So let's have a look at this consultation that we have. So it's in progress, in progress. So here's the, on this page of the key documents, the discussion paper, and we will, oh, you're kidding. You're kidding. It's in Word. I don't trust them at all now. Why are they releasing it in Word, guys? Why in word? Fine. And here's the discussion paper. We'll enable editing. You can download this on their website. How many pages do we have here, guys? Let's just look at the executive summary. So, Australians consider credible information news as central to our democracy. The provision of credible, informative news is essential for effective participation in civil society. Well, I know a lot of people will be quite critical of what we're getting from the ABC. There's definitely a bias on a lot of stuff that's coming out of ABC, a lot of media. It's, it feels inherent in the organization. If you even dare to question the particular narrative of the dominant culture in the ABC, Dasvidanya, comrade, you're out to the gulag. So, commonly cited benefits to society of news and journalism include the production and dissemination of knowledge holding governments and other decision makers to account, keeping a journal of record, setting political agendas, and providing a forum for the exchange of ideas. Now, would you say, would you say that's happening? I think a forum for the exchange of ideas certainly is not happening at the moment. Research carried out in 2008 for the Digital Platforms Inquiry undertaken by the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission found that more than Three quarters, 77% of Australians aged 18 plus believe news services are important or very important in allowing participation and engagement in Australian society. So, in a context of industry disruption, many Australians are losing confidence in news sources. 
as advertising revenues shift from media businesses to digital platforms, the need to access a shrinking revenue pool might reduce incentives for media companies to invest in public interest journalism. In its digital platforms inquiry, the ACCC found that in the last 20 years, the number of people in journalism-related occupations has fallen, many local and regional news sources have closed, and the coverage of public interest news topics by major newspapers has decreased. In addition, the inquiry found that consumer trust and engagement with news is decreasing, with many consumers citing concerns over the integrity and credibility of news. Well, yes. In research conducted for the ACCC, 23% of Australian adults said they had actively avoided the news in the past week, with 40% of that group, group citing bias, biased news as a result. They did so, and 31% stating they could not be sure the news would be accurate. This research also found that the neutrality and unbiased nature of reporting was either very important or important in building trust of news sources for 90% of Australian adults, while being independent from political and or government interests was very important for 73%. The issues reported as being the most concerning were stories that are made up for, made up for political or commercial reasons, 29%, following by misleading news commentary, 19%. Online news is not the only source of concern. In July 2019, the Australian... Okay, I think that's that gives you an overview of it, and it's only... How many pages? Oh, yeah, 30 pages. Definitely something you can go through if you're interested. You know, get a coffee and have a look. So I'll link to all, all of these, every video or every website or article I refer to, you'll find a link to it in the pinned comments down there that I put up under references, and it'll all be there. You can get looked at. So let's have a look here. We've looked at the key documents. This is the issues. Quality news is essential for effective participation in democracy and civil society. Ongoing disruptions to the media environment has raised concerns over the integrity of news in both online and traditional news sources. A researcher has flagged issues of impartiality and commercial influence as key areas of consumer concern. We've released a discussion paper that provides a framework for public consultation on these issues. So research. Viewer related research Australians news impartiality and commercial influence, which consists of a review of literature and research, news in Australia, impartiality and yep. Quantitative research and or qualitative research and quantitative research. Attitudes and news today, impartiality. So where is that? Oh, hang on. Attitudes in use today, impartiality and influence. Look at that, a PDF, sensible way of sharing a document. So we can have a look here. So let's have a look. How often do we consume news? Uh, watch news on current affair TV and you can see daily, weekly, read or watch news online or social media, 51%. So online or social media, and I suspected this, is equal to current affairs or tv listen to talk back radio there you go read the hard copy newspaper there you go look at that guys go youtube go youtube how do people of different ages get their news consumption of television news or current affairs by age so here we go daily 95 percent of seven year olds do it 18 to 39 only 23 percent well yes and here we go online or by social media look at that difference there Look at that difference. This is showing us the growth of social media, the growth of YouTube, Facebook, sharing news and articles like that. That's where most people consume their news. So guys, I will let you go through this in your own time. It's quite interesting. I might have a look at it a bit later. 
So have your say. We're seeking your comments on impartiality and commercial influence in broadcast news to test whether the current regulatory framework continues to deliver appropriate community safeguards. We welcome comment on the issues raised in the discussion paper. Submissions should refer to the questions set out at the end of the chapters on impartiality and commercial influence. Submissions may be used to inform future regulatory review and development. How to make a submission? Use the Make a Submission button at the top of this page to upload your submission. Submissions in PDF, Word, or rich text format are preferred. You can leave comment on their Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can post them here. And they'll be published. Or will they? Uh, yes, they'll publish them all on their website. So guys, if this is something that concerns you, and I, I frankly would be surprised if it doesn't, there is an opportunity here for you to make a submission. Apologies that I'm only giving you four days notice, if that, probably a bit less. But I only just found out about it and I think it's important to bring these things to people's attention. Because as we've seen, most people, well, social media news is unequal to people using television news to get access to information. How much have we heard about the cash ban on real news? TV. Not much. Anyway, guys, thank you all for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and you want to help the content grow, we have a Patreon where you can support us. You can also join the channel here on YouTube. You can simply share the content too. That helps get it out. Remember, we've got to beat TV. There are 52%. We need to get 51%. <laughs> Finally, you can use our affiliate links with Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases or Independent Reserve and KuCoin for your crypto trading. We sell Pocket Squares from the HeisSS website, and we also have PayPal if you want to contribute that way. Thanks to everyone who's watching the channel and sharing the content. Take care, guys, and I will see you all in the next video. Bye for now.